Yo, what's up? This is Pinky from Team Pinky Muay Thai. 20 years in the game, ex-fighter and current Muay Thai trainer. Hey guys, my name's Matt. I'm from Full Tilt Fight and Fitness. I've been in the game for 12 years fighting and 8 years coaching and you are listening to the Ring Lovers Podcast. Drain cleaner down there, and like, it still yeah. just fills up. But when it was raining, raining, it was literally a centimeter out from getting water inside my house. Whoa! Yeah, that's a lot of rain. It's been just stupid. That's right. Anyway, guys, Stop, everyone. how we doing? Welcome to another episode of Ring Lovers Podcast. That was a very like flowy, casual way in. Did you think? I thought that was pretty fucking yeah. cool. Like, talking about like, poo going down the drain. Yeah, outside. Poo down the drain. Yeah. Now uh, we're at our, we're at my place today because um. That's out, just in case you wanted to know. That's that's usually how we how we record. It's either at my gym or it's at my house because um, that's where the computers and are. And I don't own a computer. <laughs> yeah. And that's where microphones are. And Matt's too lazy to pack shit up. <laughs> um, I did a podcast with those Night Talk podcast guys a, a little while ago. Yeah. Um, just a local podcast around here. Yeah. They bring everything. They brought lights, yeah. camera, fucking oh, no sound, shit. a lot. Like, I, I know we on did YouTube. one with, uh, I, I did it with, um, the first time I did it with Gorilla. Oh, yeah, yep. Same thing, man. Like, they brought the computer down, had it set up on my gym, like the laptop, yeah, like, and then yeah, the yeah, microphone yeah. and shit. Yeah. I could do that. We've got a laptop. It'd be, I'd, I'd probably be more inclined to get, like, an Apple laptop. I just like yeah, yeah, the yeah. way Apple yeah. work and shit. It, that's, for this sort of shit, that's it's what easy, they call yeah, yeah. yeah, I think it's good. But, um... Yes, anyway, so we are back for another episode. This is our second recording of the week. We've already dropped one because we were late, so this one comes out Monday, which is sick. We're back in the flow of things. Fucking awesome. Um, we spoke mainly about... We, we tried to answer a couple of questions last time, but we um, we messed up and we lost a couple of them. So we uh, sent out the uh, the bat signal again to get more questianos. And um, so yeah, we got some. We got some. I've got a fair few inbox ones goodies, as well. Yeah, yeah, I've, got, yeah. I've, I've screenshot them, so we're not gonna. We're not losing them, kids. We're not. Lo- we keep them forever. Yeah. But um. But yeah, what else been going on? You are jet setting again. So by the time this airs, you would have arrived back from Rebellion. Rebellion. Yep. That's right. Big card this weekend. Yeah. Um, I like everything Spanish for you today. What's Rebelliano. <laughs> Rebelliano. <laughs> you uh, <laughs> this whole conversation we've had since I've got. Um, yeah, I usually, I, I'm two defaults, so I always go back to Mexican and Italian zone. See, see, I don't know why, I don't know why. Um, but, uh... Fucking massive card this weekend. Massive card. Um, that is Saturday. What time does the actual thing start? So know. if you're I over there... No, no, no. I'm, I'm guessing six o'clock or something for the main card and... In the morning? Isn't there like a thousand cards? One, like one for Roots, I guess. Twelve or one for Roots. What, yeah, one, yeah. one for Roots, I reckon. Yeah, yeah. cool. Uh, but, man, what a card. Yes. Cut what two two great cards. Yeah. Are you going over to commentate? I believe I believe I am. You may get you I believe I'm doing the roots commentary. Oh, cool, cool, cool. Yeah. Cool. I'm not good enough Sweet. for rebellion. Sire, fuck you. Um Do you think like I know like so you're obviously you know when you're a fighter and chill like that, you go like, uh, like what I was saying, you went, uh, like I wanted to be on a poster and then I wanted to be a co-main event and then I wanted to be a main event. Yeah. Do you have those sorts of things now with things outside? No. You know, like, well, with commentary, right? So you're just getting involved in commentary, right? So you're on the roots thing. Like you said, like you're joking around, fuck yeah. your side, you know, like I'm not good enough for the roots card. But when they chuck you on the roots card, is that saying like, now that you've started commentary, you go, oh, fuck, wouldn't mind getting on the roots main card. I have been on Rebellion. 
Yeah, I got demoted. Yeah, okay. <laughs> what about um? What about like the main event and stuff like that? Um, I I'm I'm keen. I'm I'm keen to do anything. Like the thing is for me, bro. Like I actually don't mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I'm happy to do whatever. Um, I don't mind being, you know, being that guy or not being yeah, that guy. Yeah, yeah. Anything. If I get asked to do anything, man, I'm appreciative of it. You know yeah, what I mean? Cool. Like if if Cy, I know Cy has um, Matt Lucas doing commentary. And, you know, he's one of the main guys doing commentary in Thailand and shit on the, yeah, on yeah, the foreign yeah. scene. So, man, I'm not at that level, you know? Yeah, anyway, yeah, Anyway, yeah. so I would like to do it with Matt. Because also I know Matt's one who'd keep me on a leash. Like, yeah, yeah, whereas, yeah. You know, like, depending, like like it was like with Cy. If Cy said, you know, throw some bait out there, I'm being a wanker. Yeah, you know, yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But, um, yeah, man, um, I, I don't mind either way, bro. I don't, I'm not... I'm not selfish. Yeah, yeah. You know no, what I mean? like, yeah, but selfish is one thing, but being like, like you can aspire to want to do that. Oh, for sure. I'd, I'd love it'd, to. It'd be like the same, like, I, I used to umpire sport, you know, so you umpire, like, when I didn't play that sport, it's like, cool, so I want to umpire my normal games. Yeah. And then, oh, I've got to ask to umpire a semi-final. That's pretty fucking cool. Yeah. Oh, they want me to, so they trust me enough with that too. So I suppose, yeah, I don't know. Like, yeah, I, I, like, I, for me, the commentary thing right now is... Just the fact that I'm being asked to do any of it, of course, yeah, is yeah, really course, nice. Yeah. Really nice for me. Yeah, I don't yeah. mind either way. I, I guess the reason why I don't mind so much is, man, I, I actually have a lot of self confidence. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah, know, yeah. like I, if I get asked to do it, cool. If I don't, yeah, yeah, yeah. there's no. Oh, I just would have thought like, I, maybe, you know, I, like I'd love to be a staple on Rebellion. Yeah, as yeah, a Rebellion yeah, commentator, yeah, you know. Yeah. But then does that take away? Opportunities in my real job, which is being a trainer. Does that mean? Oh my, yeah, of course. Of so course. Yeah, that's, that's right. kind yeah, of yeah. where my mind goes yeah. with it. It's like commentary is a secondary thing for me. Yeah. Um, in saying that, this is if I do do on Saturday, then this is three in the last four weeks. Yeah. <laughs> so, man, yeah. it's like your commentary is like my comedy. You yeah. know, like when you're doing it, it's like, oh yeah, fuck yeah, cool. And then you get a roll on, you get good at it, and then, and then like, so like you could probably get that opportunity of like getting a heap of opportunities to yeah. commentate and then you're going to have to probably decide and be like, oh, no, nah, you know, like... Yeah, you know, depending on the show. Like, that's it. Are yeah, they yeah. going to put my commentary before putting my fighters on? Yeah, that's and, right. And I don't yeah, want yeah. that to be the, yeah, the oh, compromise. Can we get you over? Yeah, that's right. Because the yeah. compromise is I ditch commentary any day of the week. Oh, yeah, of course, yeah. So, um, yeah, like, man, if as I said, if, if Cy wants me to do Rebellion, I'd be fucking stoked. Yeah, yeah, kill Um, If he doesn't, cool, whatever. Um... And how do they work again? Do they have a three three man panel or two? I think they've gone back to two, and then maybe like sometimes like a special sit in like guest or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, special comments. Yeah, yeah, that kind of thing. Like I, yeah, I don't know. I think I think last rebellion was Matt Lucas and Kieran Walsh, so that's a that's a pretty good little fucking. Team. Yeah, yeah, of course, yeah, yeah. And also because they're good mates as well. Yeah. It's kind of why I think me and Matt would go well yeah, because yeah, we yeah. have a good rapport. We Bounce have to so, each other. Yeah, I think that'd be good. You know, someone like me and Donnie would be probably fucking detrimental to the business plan of Rebellion. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think I, I love it. I love doing it. Yeah, I love yeah, doing yeah, it. Yeah. So, and, and anyone who's keen on having me, maybe anyone in Queensland, <laughs> um, <laughs> then I promise to keep the. The bullshit Queensland comments out of it if I if I do it in Queensland. <laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> yeah, like the, the thing is also like 
where he's a Trojan horse. That's all he's going to do. He's going to get in there, get on your microphone, and start talking shit to everyone live. <laughs> it's it, and, and you know, one thing I think would be great about me doing it in Queensland would be the education side of things. I, I do think that's the biggest thing Queensland as a whole misses out on. That they miss out on actually getting educated on Thai, the Thai traditions and the yeah. Thai culture. You know, the Muay yeah. Thai culture. So I would love to. I know I have. I have been. I was on infliction at one point to, and it was Chad was fighting someone on that card so, and then yeah. borders got shut and I couldn't go so yeah I, think I reckon because Beck was meant to be fighting on that card too not earlier than that so this no, was no. like fuck Panna was going to have his first fight ah okay yeah, yeah, yeah so yeah. that was right at the start of 2021 yeah oh, no end of tw- 2020. 2020 end of 2020 so Panna was going to do have his debut on there I think um Doug was fighting, can't remember the dude's name. I had those two matched, and I think even Connie maybe or yeah, okay, yeah. someone. And then yeah, borders got shut, and so I was going to be on the undercut on the, the there was I think I think they were doing like a day card and night yeah, card. They, yeah, the they di- did day that, card yeah. I was going to do the fucking commentary. Oh, okay, I was trying to do the fighting fighter thing, yeah. and then I think on the main card I was going to do commentary, some shit like that. Uh, yeah, maybe maybe that opportunity will come up again. Might even drop drop Nick Atkins a message and see if he's keen. Say what's going on, man. Yeah, but yeah, fuck yeah, I'm always keen to. Do it. It's yeah, a good good side hustle. It's good, hustle. Yeah, yeah, good, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's good fun to do. Sweet as. So um yes, and then you're back, and then what are we? And then that's it. We've um. I had uh, 50 up at the gym last night. Yep. Doing some fucking bulk scene. Yeah. That was fucking killers. Did anyone else rock up for him or was it just you um, No. Oh, well, we, our, our Wednesday night boxing class is all spying. Okay, cool. That's cool, all cool, he is. Cool, so cool. He, did, he jumped in, did rounds with sort of everyone, everyone yeah. in there. Basically, what I was saying to him, it was just good for him to just get a look at boxers movement more yeah. than anything else, you know? Yeah. Um, I was talking to him about a lot of shit for him. He's got to be fucking big uppercuts and body shots because he's tall, so everyone's going to have to reach him for him anyway. But, yeah, no, it was good. Like, I said to him, have a chat to you, and he's more than welcome to do any rounds that he wants. And cool. I'll set him up when Jai gets back. If he wants, he can do some rounds with Jai and I've shit. Got, uh, to it. Tonight I've got, um, do you know Siren? You know my mate who he fought on that, um, the last amateur boxing show I went to, I yeah. went there to watch my yeah, mate who yeah, used to yeah. train with me. Yeah, okay, right. Yeah, he did one of our interclubs and stuff. Yep. He um he's coming down tonight to do some yeah, rounds. Yeah, okay, do some rounds. Well. Yeah, sweet. And, yeah, sweet. So, yeah, yeah. no, nah, that was good. It's good to get him out there. It's going to be good to guys. Um, so yeah, like what I said to him, with with the way amateur boxing works, is just be ready all the time. I said you could have one or five different opponents between now yeah. and then. Yeah. Um, because it's where it is, we might they might get some people across the border and shit like that as well. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah fuck. It's funny because I was, I was talking to Matt Arthur last night. Yeah, and, yeah. And he goes, oh, man, I would have jumped in for you if, if I didn't already have a match Yeah, up. that's it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He's that sort of dude. I actually thought like, it would yeah. be him or Callum. Yeah, that's, that's, right. that's what I thought. That's what I assume. And yeah. like, I, like I said to you the, uh, the other day, I didn't think Callum would be going, but they might fucking just go to get one in. You yeah, know, yeah, yeah, exactly. Just chuck him in. Because that's the thing with amateur boxing. You jump in yeah. on every fucking opportunity. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, um, yeah. That's cool. And then, then I think the week after that is Muay Thai Vic. Yeah, Muay Vic, that's right. I've got 12 nominated. How many have you got? How no does that work? so far. Yeah, yeah. But, so, oh, you, you just send, you send it all digital, like through. Yeah, same yeah, same yeah. way as you do SA Muay Thai League. Yeah. And then they just send back offers for matchups. Yeah, okay. So right. I think Spring does all the female matchups. And then I don't know if it's Jason Castro or 
Dom who does it. I yeah. Don't, I don't but it's different in the format as in, like, you could be there, fight, and fight again, can't you? Not really. That no? was a one-off. That was okay, where Dom right. Roll Jr. Yeah, did yeah, that because someone thought, didn't yeah. rock up. Okay, right. Yeah. Right. Um, so I was thinking like it's not like SMO totally, as in SMO it's set. Like, yeah, it's all, it's all, yeah, it's all it's all made yeah, pre, it's all the pre-matched. Same. Yeah, yeah. Right. yeah, I was under the, the impression that it was like you have your matchup, you're nominated there, but then you could still go, and there might be other people nah, that didn't nah, have matchups. Nah, yeah, nah, nah, nah. that's that would be cool. We well, yeah, that is that what those Waco style events are? is it? No, is it Waco? Don't know. Don't yeah, care enough. Were, so, I, know, yeah. Yeah, I, didn't, I didn't think so. But you know, they look like very like. On mats, like just yeah. out mats and everything. Because they have those ISCA tournaments in yeah, WA, yeah. right? Which yeah. is the same sort of setup. And that's what I thought, yeah. yeah. And that's it. You can just rock up on the day and you go, yeah. That's, we, we, I like the idea of having oh, that. Yeah, man, where you don't Because yeah. you don't have to count that as shit as a fight, you know? Cause that's it's, it's it, not... yeah. Man, when I first started, started fighting and doing MMA and stuff like that, there was a dude um, who we had at our gym. He'd fight three times in one day. He'd do the, like, and they'd make, they'd make sure that he'd just go, oh, well, we'll match it. Pretty much like how we do our sparring days. He was like, oh, well, Bella's here. She'll go that one and that one and that one. Yeah, she, we'll chuck him in. You yeah. know, and that's what this dude was like. Yeah. He'd go in and see he fucking... The kid was a duck. I, I reckon from now on with the sparring days, I'm, I don't want to do the matching on the day thing anymore. Yeah, yeah. So I think I, it'd be better I, to either do get it your nominations way. in. Yeah. And we have the set. Because that's the thing. It shows being organised as a teaching pre-amateurs yeah. how to do it correctly yeah yeah, yeah. How to be... and that was the thing that I was thinking about as well like like what you're saying like just getting your nominations in and like yeah. even from the from the very start like hey coach can I go in or hey is this something that I can be in yeah. you know like and start your communication from there because some of our our dudes were the same they're like can I go in I'm like if you want to go in I'll chuck you in it's fucking just fire man we yeah. do it every Tuesday night anyway yeah you know like of course I'll put you in yeah and then um, they're like oh okay and then one like what I told you like one, he goes, oh, can I nominate? And I'm like, well, we've done the nominations. We've closed them. Just rock up. Like, come up on the day and yeah. we'll try and find you one. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I think I'm going to cut that out. I, 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 be, I think yeah. I do like the idea of just teaching them that, yes, it's a step up from sparring. Yeah, yeah, Whereas, yeah. you know, on sparring days, you just rock up and you spar, right? That's it. So let's do a little step up from that so they actually have to have some commitment to it. Yeah, yeah. I, I so like that. It's almost like that's what that MTA development day is for. Yeah. Just rocking up and then that's where you, yeah. you just rock up. So that's a stuff. pre-fight thing, yeah, you know? Yeah, that's it, yeah. That's, yeah. A, that's, a, that's a pre-fight. That's a training session. Yeah, that's right, a little, yeah. a little bit out of your comfort zone training that's session. That's it, yeah, yeah. Then the next step up from that is the interclubs, which is, you know, it's just sparring, and it's, but it's, it's got an audience. Watching the gym, yeah. yeah. And it just means you've got to be a little bit more organised, a little bit more prepared. Yeah. Then, then you go to an amateur fight. I think that our next MTA event for the juniors is confirmed. It's at our gym. This yep. next one's at our gym, so that'll be killer. I'm yep. gonna have to knock down some walls. I'm actually gonna knock down some walls in my gym. You are? Uh, yeah, I'm knocking down more walls. See, when I when gym. I thought last night that was your sauna, I was like, ooh. I was oh, like, I was yeah, yeah, I thought yeah, you had some. I thought you were. Yeah. I, my thought was, oh, he's gonna move all the weights into that section. Yeah, yeah, then, yeah. No, no, no. I'm gonna, I'm gonna the. I'm just going to knock down that dividing wall. Yep. That little dividing wall. Yeah, and, it takes um, back an extra few metres. It gives you, you like... You probably gain an extra 20, 20 30 exactly. metres even, you know? And then like I'm moving... I'm just moving all the weight stuff out the back. Are you going to put a shelter up like you're saying on your plane? Yeah, point? that's probably what I'll do. Just, a, just a fucking just veranda, bro. Just enough to stop the rain getting yeah. on the stuff that it needs Just a veranda. To. That's it. And a then... A um, cheap fucking veranda that's fucking... Just got out of chat to the... Uh, we're, we're super... Unlike 
And you're not as lucky as I am with your fucking landlord. My landlord is a fucking... Got a funny story about that. Oh, oh my landlord's the bomb. So yeah. we're just about in, having negotiating a chat with him, but yeah. So I found out during COVID that I'm subleasing. My landlord doesn't own my place. No shit. And he goes, oh, I can't give you a discount because... He goes, I would give you half price, but I don't own that one. I'm like, since when? Yeah, I did yeah, a lease yeah. with you, motherfucker. You yeah, never told me. Right. You yeah, never yeah. told me this was someone else's place. Oh, so you probably go directly to him. So, I then I find out recently. I was like, oh, you know, the owner of your shed died. Hey, eh? I'm like, oh, here we go. Now we're gonna fucking start having dramas with that, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Last night, these two people walk in the gym. Like, oh, hi. Um, wondering who's the leaseholder here? Man, my heart sunk. Oh. And just kind of, you know, it was like a probably about my age, I guess. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, I'm the, I'm the leaseholder. And then they're like, oh, we're so-and-so's, I'm so-and-so's granddaughter and yeah, my yeah. husband. Um, we just wanted to come and look at the place. And I was like, oh, okay. Okay. Here we go. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, yeah, yeah, no worries. Doors open. Go wander, wander through. See, man, wear your shoes on the mats. Just go have a look. Yeah, see what yeah. you want to see, you know? Whole time thinking they're gonna fucking tell me they don't fucking yeah. want me here anymore. Yeah. And they go, you oh, know, we've got something. We got they said, "Oh, you've been here a while now, hey." And I'm like, "Yeah." And they go, "Yeah, we had a strata meeting the other morning, but you weren't here." And Mario and I just rolled my eyes. They're like, oh, "Okay, oh, yeah, oh, that's man. the guy who I'm leasing from." He goes, "Yeah, he was he was saying, you know, you just pay a bit extra because you get to use the car park." Oh, well, that's a lie. I'm like, we literally get like three extra parks now, yeah, and that's yeah. only after hours. Yeah. He. And he's only paying them 250 a week or something for this yeah, place. Yeah, okay, right. And I'm paying shitloads more than that. Yeah, yeah, Like, yeah. shitloads in percentage-wise. Yeah, yeah. Percentage-wise, right? And I was like, oh, man. They're like, no, no, we're happy with you being... You've been here like five years or something, right? I'm like, yeah. Yeah, almost five years at Christmas. It'll be five years I've been in this place. They're like, wow, we're happy for you to stay in here. Yeah, like, killer. We just wanted to see what you're doing and, yeah. and, and know or whatever. Still, still gives me a little bit of nerves like the, the fact they're even interested is yeah, that, does okay. that mean they how long ago did it all happen though I don't know when he died yeah it could be that they just finally got their shit together and oh fuck we should go fucking yeah. see that shit now that you know and could be I was I was actually considering like, so how about I go through you guys directly I'll, yeah I'll yeah, pay yeah. you what I'm paying him but directly yeah. to you I know that would kill my relationship with him which is but, good but which is good matter, he yeah. can then shut the fuck up don't yeah. tell me what to do motherfucker it's not your fucking place yeah. anyway yeah um so if I do, I have decided now. If I do see them again, I am going to try. It. I'm going to yeah, speak yeah. to them and say, "Well, I'm getting, I'm paying this much. How about I give you this much? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Instead, and then you know, make it make make might make it a little bit cheaper for me. Might lock me in for a couple of years. Like right now, I don't have a lease. You know. Yeah, yeah, okay, so, yeah, okay, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm just can come and go as I want. But the thing is, I literally said to them like, I when they said, "Oh, you know, we're happy for you to stay here," I was like, "Well, if you weren't, I probably wouldn't even bother." I probably yeah, wouldn't yeah. even bother setting up somewhere. It's just the finding somewhere, setting up. Yeah, man. I'll probably be like, all right, I'm just going to train people in my back shed, in my yeah, back, yeah, my yeah, back yeah. carport. And yeah, that's right. Yeah. Like, yeah, but I'm pretty happy where we're not having to move. Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's sort of one of the things, and I think that happened to a couple of people throughout all COVID and shit like that, where it's like, ah, oh, it's not, it's too hard to shut down, reset up, and find somewhere new. Yeah. Like, we got, as I said, we got super lucky with our place. We just moved in. Yeah. And the dude was like, well, Sorry about this whole COVID shit. Uh, it's been empty for ages anyway. Don't worry about it. We'll sort you out. We'll sort it out at the end. Sick. So it's fucking super cool like that. And so we don't want to leave. No. Right? But that's, you know, part of being a gym owner is finding a good spot. And yeah, find you got a killer spot though, bro. Yeah. I love that. I, I'm, I'm got a mad, mad car park, mad, you know, 
just access, works, two know? access yeah. points and you got convenience of the, the shop next door. I keep looking at the back, like the back of the gym too and it's yeah. all open space with nothing there and I'm like, oh, I reckon I can swindle in like a, I don't know, like a demandable fucking shower or something like that, you know, like, so I've got that covered as well, but... Oh, that, you don't have a shower, do you? Don't have a shower at all. Yeah, yeah you get one of those, like, one of those... They're little four-by-four four fucking... Like the ship ones. They, yeah. put, they put them in ships and that, and mm-hmm. they, they're just like little a five... units, yeah. Even, like, like, Ibis hotels have them. Yeah, I was, I was looking at them a little while ago because I thought, worst-case scenario, if I buy it for the gym and then we move to a place with a uh, bathroom and shit I need one for the shed anyway yeah like I want to I want to turn the shed into it like a a man cave style thing anyway or like an entertainment area yeah because we got the big shed back here yeah for sure so I've never got a toilet in that so we have many options many options but fucking sick so yeah so I've got to knock down some walls for this MTA event anyway so and get some more mats (laughs) and stuff like that and I'm putting up the new bag rack I would have offered you some mats but mine got stolen oh Oh, yeah that's right yeah. yeah I actually think I've got some underneath my ring yeah. I didn't even know. Yeah, cool. But yeah. Sweet. Shall we dive into some questions, sir? Let's, let's, let's. After our ramble about our gyms. We'll go straight to Joey's one. Um, yes. Who are some exciting up-and-comers in the Australian scene we should keep an eye out for? Um, literally just got this question, so it's a bit of a on the, on the fly. I did do some quick notes. I've only really gone through... Uh, Oh, I've gone through three, three and a bit states. <laughs> you get what I mean. Um, I want to. I'll start with get one of mine out of the way. Who I'm starting to. For me, I felt it was a bit of a battle at the beginning. I guess it was building the relationship, getting things happening. Had a bit of a rough start with some things, and but now I'm starting to really see that this person wants it to the point where I do believe. Correct me if I'm wrong, that this person's quitting school, not going to continue on with school because they want to work doing PTs and stuff yeah, and, yeah. and just do Muay Thai as a full-time thing. Yeah. Um, Shari. Yeah, okay, cool. Yeah. So, and that's the thing. With, with school, man, you can always go back to school. Yeah, yeah, You don't yeah, have yeah, forever yeah. to be a Muay Thai fighter. No. You know, so no. um, she's... How old, Shari? 17. Greg, I think she'll Greg, be going into year 12. And, yeah. and Greg has said to her... I'm okay with that, but so Greg. Everyone thinks Greg is Shari's dad, but he's not. He's a started was a karate instructor now helps her with her Muay Thai, and he's he's like her boss as far as running the gym. I think they've, I think they're in the gym as like a bit of a partnershipy thing, even you know. Um, but she, he said to her, she's got to do if she's going to do that, she needs to do a business management course. That's the prerequisite of her actually dropping out of school. Him allowing her to drop out of school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As her... Man, he's like the, you know, probably the main role model in her life. He's yeah. Like, <clears throat> I guess like a dad figure. Yeah, yeah and, yeah. and he cares enough to make sure that she's doing the right things. So that's a good idea, you know. She's, yeah, She's yeah, going to yeah. learn how to run... Something, yeah. Yeah, even if it's just her own PT business, she's yeah, going to know all right, the right yeah. shit. So big shout out to Shari on that. And, and her commitment to it is starting to really show through. Yeah. Um, all right, I'll go to Victoria for a few. Um, Kenta, Kenta from Superfight. In- interesting style, but tough and strong. You know, like he's he's actually, yeah, he's a quite a quite an interesting young man. Like yeah, yeah, fifty five kilos or something. Yeah, he's he's got a lot of potential there, man, and, and he's working with one of the best trainers in Australia. Yeah, that's right. Um, actually, this is funny because this comes out on Monday, right? Yes. So, fuck you all. I know it before everyone. Um, 
he will be inducted. Donnie will be inducted into the Rebellion Hall of Fame on Saturday yeah. night as the first trainer inducted oh, into the Hall of Fame. Yeah. So this comes out Monday and everyone will know by then. So <laughs> congratulations, sir. Yeah. So. Can you imagine if something happened, they didn't do it. <laughs> Sorry, Donnie. Whoopsie! <laughs> quick, quick fucking edit Sunday morning. I'll message you on Sunday. It's like all of a sudden just goes blank in the middle of it. Goes beep! Um, another one from Superfire is Gun, the, the Thai lad, the yeah. rugby player. Yeah. Just an exciting heavyweight, man. He's like three fights in or something and fucking it brings the excitement every time. Yeah. Doesn't know anything but forward. Full rugby style, you know? Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Walks yeah. through everything they want to fucking throw at him. Um, Jack and Daniel Matthews they train with Kill Ekasit these two boys man are fucking impressive um, I'm still yet to figure out which one I like watching more yep but keep an eye on these two boys they both they're training partners for Kill they're not just like he, he's not just their tr- trainer you know yeah 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 literally they have to train with him every day because he's still fighting as well yeah and Tyres managed to do that pretty well. Yes. Uh, another one I'd like to give a shout out to is Jerome from More You. I've I held pads for him early in the year when I was over there. I've seen him fight. I think I've watched all of his fights now. Fuck, I like just Southpaw, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like just a nice left kick and just real nice basic Southpaw soul. And he's a good-looking specimen, so that makes oh it even easier. Um, I've got one who this is a bit of an iffy one because she's actually a New Zealander lived in Australia for a while but now lives in Thailand um, Jenna from from Hong Kong she I first met her she was in the stables next to us warming up for Pang, when Pang had her first fight yeah 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 um, watched her fight in Thailand she's just racking them up man over there racking them up yeah. uh, <laughs> Got a lot of potential. Still young, very young, yeah, like yeah, 22. Yeah. yeah, okay, yeah. So, yeah. What do you class as young? Like, where where is young, where is young no longer young? Like, um, if 22 is still young? I would say... 23 is still young? I consider young... I usually... It's funny, because I'll say a number, but it more comes down to how, how their experience level is at their age. So, she's had a fair few fights at 22, so she's, yeah. like, young... Whereas some people might say young as in they've only just just started sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'd suppose with a... Which is age... How old is she? Uh, oh, yeah, 22. Yeah, yeah, 22. I'd probably say age-wise... If, if I was going to say young, I'd say a dude 21. Yeah. Uh, that's young? Yeah. A, a, a female, to maybe start, 25. Like that, that's a good... Like, you know, like I was thinking, like we I'll, talk about the starting age. Starting young, I would you, know, you know what I mean. Starting like, young, you say young is twelve. I would only age. say young as a starting age if they're like eight to twelve. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, like you say, so so she's twenty two and she, like the comparison is like my Casey yeah. and my Ricky and stuff like that. Yeah. I look at them and them go like they're not old, no. but they're not young. No. You know, like I also look at them as they're both mums too. So yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. But I look at that as sometimes can be an advantage for Yeah, you. for sure. You know, so I think, it's like... I think it's just different. I think it's... How old is Ricky? Ricky, they're about... Uh, they're, they're in the ballpark of 20... Between 24 and 26. See, that, that's still young. You know? See, especially if jokes. Like, yeah, and that's what I say. Like, so I look at Casey and Ricky and I go, I reckon they've 
both got potential to do it if, yeah. they, if they do it, you know. They like could if, do 10 years. That's it, yeah. Or yeah. you say that for a 26-year-old guy. <laughs> you fucking put yeah. it, you know, like that's hard. 20, 20, like, yeah. 26 is literally, if you're starting at 26, you you look at them differently. Yeah, they've, yeah. they've either got to make a, they've either got to be really good really quickly and make yeah, a yeah, run yeah. for the top really exactly. quickly. Exactly, yeah, yeah. Or, you know, it's someone like um, Dave Penipede who's got some experience yeah. and... Now he's in like that period of his career where he's sort of peaking, you know. Well, yeah, yeah, that's right. That how, old, how old is that? Just under thirty, like around no, no, 20, years 25, 20, yeah, yeah, 20, yeah, yeah, 24, 24, yeah, yeah, so yeah, mid twenties, yeah, 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 30 and jumping in heavyweights and still getting yep. a fight, you know, you good got a good couple of years out of that because yeah. it's, you know, but, yeah, no, I just sort of thought what, what your young is, and I think young for a female fighter can be 26, 25. I definitely, when they're experienced, the experienced young and the starting young are two totally different things. Yes, yes. If someone's yes. starting young, then they, they're young, they're a teenager. That's they're right, a, yeah, yeah. Um, if they're... St- if they're fighting and they're experienced and they're young, they might be 22 to 25. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. probably the, the main difference. Um, so I'll see what you say there. Yes, yes. Um, speaking of young, Luke Discerny from Riddlers, uh, half Singaporean, half Italian or something, good-looking specimen. Like, And he, he's like, I think, fucking 17, 18. Yeah, so yeah, like, yeah. Like, Young, yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 and and good man, not really yeah. good. He just needs to learn to listen a little bit better. Um, that kind of showed through in his last fight, but yeah, listen big, big to future. instructions or listen in general. Listen you know, to instructions. Like, listen, like, listen you in the can corner. listen and then not actually fucking processing. Be like, yeah, I know I'm trying, but it's yeah. like listen in the corner. I guess. Yeah, okay, the, right. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe it even comes down to just having 100 percent faith in your corner. Yeah. Okay. Like, yeah. Showing yeah, the faith. Like yeah. Game. Yeah. 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 Um, and then Sean Agoma, I do believe his name is from Riddlers as well. I saw him fight on last Muay Thai Grand Prix and fuck, this lad is good. Yeah. Like, yeah, just, yeah, for sure. Um, don't have much more than that guys. So sorry, Joey, that's, that's all you're getting from me. Look him up, you ask for spelling. So if you want to suss him, then yeah, I can send that through to you. Um, we'll go into the questions that are inboxed in a second. Discuss fighters need to put Muay Thai sessions first and strength strength training second. I think the big difference is strength and conditioning. Like the conditioning bit is one of those things that should be done all the time. Yeah. Do I get my guys doing it? No, because that's their fucking job. Yeah. <laughs> but I, for me, my job is to teach a Muay Thai. I'm not. I, my job is not to be the all round guy. Yeah. I'm to teach Muay Thai. I'm I'm there to tell them what they need to be doing. I'm not there to hold their hand. No. Because if you need to hold their hand and force them to do it, then they they aren't actively doing it for themselves. Well, if you need them to do that, maybe they need to get a personal trainer. That's exactly you, right. You that's pretty that, much that's, exactly it's it. It's like the same, like you've it's got, got one your, job to teach them that. You've got your nutritionalist idea, I think, yep. in, in your protein. You need to get a nutritionist yep. to sort your yep. fucking food out and shit. Yeah. Which is like the same as like, if that's important to your gym... Then go get a fucking personal trainer. Yeah, yeah, go, yeah, go yeah. do your strength conditioning somewhere else. Go join F four five. Do that twice a week or whatever. See, I would, I would say you, I would say no to that. Main reason being, 
I think you need a sports specific. Oh yeah, yeah. You, like, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, do it, like go and do it somewhere. Yeah, yeah. Else. yeah. Like, or go do it. And see or a, by all means, do it yeah. at the gym. But know, you know, have it taught to you, and know, have someone who. I have someone coming to the to my gym, starting to. I spend some time with this guy. Yeah. And he hasn't become part of it all yet with the fighters, but he's going to start doing some kettlebell stuff with them. Oh yeah. Okay. And everyone has to own their own kettlebell, and yep. everyone's going to have the task to do. Yeah, yeah. You okay, do that in your yeah. time, and I ain't my fucking problem. They're good little fucking flow jewels, kettlebells. Yeah, they are. I and like, I like flow there's, stuff. There's literally it's going to be a moment and stretching. Yeah. So the main thing, like, so he was saying with this, the main thing for him is giving them some exercises to do, which is going to prolong their careers. Yeah. The rest of it, that's up to them. If they want to do strength stuff, then they go. Yeah, and do it's that. a longevity. But yeah, my my thing is the conditioning thing needs to be continual you know it might be twice a week or something you know it doesn't have to be overly, <laughs> yeah. overly strenuous you just do enough strength stuff separate yeah, so that's yeah. strength stuff man in the end of the day you're competing in Muay Thai so Muay Thai needs to be the thing that you get the best at strength stuff some people can get away with not having any of the strength stuff yeah but is it is there advantages yes there is 100% there is is it the most important thing no no conditioning it, yeah. is way more important than the strength stuff that's it and then the, the strength work, knowing when to do it. I'll tell you, um, what's the name of his podcast? Is I, Lockie. Yeah, from, Lockie. Lockie from um, Three Three Lions. Um, he does it. He, he explains it really well. I really, the, the Up and Comers podcast. So um, Lockie Wilkinson, he... He says it really good, like about when in the day you need to do it. You should do your strength stuff in the morning and then go do your work down and go to training. Yeah, don't, yeah. Like, don't have it too close to your other sessions, all that sort of stuff, you know. I don't I don't know all that info, so I don't yeah. fucking give it out, you know. It's one of them things too where it's like you can ask a hundred different blokes to get a hundred different fucking answers yeah. on, on this whole fucking thing. But also, like, like, you don't get a strength coach who doesn't actually know Muay Thai and know how important your Muay Thai training is. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. every... Anyone who doesn't, who isn't actually associated with our sport, they almost want to compete with our sport and go, this is important. This is what's important. You know, like you get a lot, <coughs> you get a lot of egos in, in any form. Oh, yeah, yeah, exactly, full stop. yeah. So these guys are like, okay, this is what you need to do. Then you come to your trainer and go, oh, my strength coach said this. If someone said that to me, I'd say, I don't give a fuck what yeah, your strength. Yeah, yeah. Like your training, your, your thing is Muay Thai. That's you, when you found the wrong coach. Buddy. Yes, hundred percent. That's exactly right. That's when you found that's that exactly wrong, right. the wrong one. When they're like, like you need your coaches to work together. Yeah, yeah you know, it's like, um, yeah, you're, yeah. If you've got a strength coach, they probably should be communicating with the Muay Thai coach. Yeah, and because I will tell them, my guys need to train with me five nights a week. Yeah, and they need to be doing work sprints around. and stuff on that's a Saturday. It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this, this, whatever else you've got for them, yeah. fits in around that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, so definitely you're doing Muay Thai so Muay Thai comes first um, need advice to get lumps out of my shins please they keep lumping up every time I kick a bag kick a bag more <laughs> it's legit like at the end of the day it's pain not an injury if it's just bruising you can probably just afford to keep smashing them up if you can't handle that pain I, I get my guys to just put a shin guard on. Yeah. Train, train with a shin guard on. Yeah. They kick the bag with a shin guard. Yeah. yeah, it doesn't make that same cool noise that your foot does when it hits the bag. We laugh at you when you leave. <laughs> <laughs> but but I get, I've got 
I've got plenty of guys in my gym that are, you know, my guys rack up fights, so they're pretty much constantly banged up. Yeah. So it's okay, shin guard time. Yeah. You do everything with the shin guard on. Hitting the pads with the shin guard, hitting the bag with the shin guard, everything, you know? Double them up for, sh- for sparring. I used yeah, to have my, yeah, my yeah. shins, because I was always super skinny. Super skinny. I didn't have much meat over my shins, I would always double up. I always had double shin guards for sparring. Yeah. Because if I wore one, man, next thing I've got a fucking big egg on my shin. Yeah, 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 yeah. And no matter how much you want to be tough, it still fucking hurts. Yeah, that's it. So I I would say shin guard up, get your fucking recovery set, do your ice baths, do your this, do your that, you know, the things that all the people are doing for their recovery stuff. Once again, not my field. And technically not my problem. My problem is to get you kicking. So you need to make it work that you can kick. Um, fighters pays um, is another discussion the topic. Discussion topic? Nothing. Um, <laughs> How much do we get? Nothing. <laughs> one, I think... We get the glory? I think I said it... I think I said it on one of the recent episodes about... No, no, I did it as a, um, a story on my private... On my, on my gym page. It was... If you, you need to make yourself marketable without being a wanker. Yeah. If you make yourself marketable, people will like you. People will follow you. People, people will notice, promoters will notice that we put Billy Bob on the show. We get fucking like a hundred extra streams. Yeah. Yeah. We put, uh, I'll tell you how it works. Look at Brooke and Eddie Farrell. Yeah. They were two Aussies living in Thailand doing reasonably good like with their training like yeah but neither of them honestly total standouts but their marketing was so good that they got the opportunities and those opportunities is what makes your name right yeah so all of a sudden you know they they're they're getting good fights they're winning good fights they're getting they're they're getting getting a good reputation you know marketing yourself correctly without being a fucking israel adesanya like it's (laughs) Well, he's the new Connor. To me, he's, he's very the new, much so, he's the new Connor yeah. McGregor. Total fucking sellout to fucking sell to sell his name. Yeah. So I see. Yeah. So you need to do. You need to make yourself worth money to someone. Yeah. Then you can sit there and go, okay, show them the numbers. Okay, you sold a hundred extra more fucking um, live streams because I'm on yeah, your, yeah, on your show. Right, yeah. You charge thirty five bucks. That's thirty five hundred dollars. How about my pay is now seventeen hundred and fifty? That's half of those, you know, like whatever. Yeah. But if yeah, you're yeah. if you if you're at that point where you're selling a hundred extra, you could probably that means you're probably selling tickets as well. You're beginning your base purse. You're probably yeah, a, you're probably right. a three grand fighter. And yeah. I know in in Muay Thai, the minute you start paying this extra money is the minute the wankers become part of it. Like. I think one of the most important things with Muay Thai is, yes, we need to make money from it, but if you're starting Muay Thai to make money, then there's a fair chance that you're not in it for the right reason to start off with. Yeah. Do you love Muay Thai? And Muay Thai is, unlike all these other combat sports, it's it has history, it's cultured, it's all these other things. It's a separate, it's a totally different sort of combat sport. Yeah, it is. And it's almost like cultish, you know? Like It is very, yeah, yeah, very much so. So you're, yeah. you're part of something really special. And the, yeah, the monetary thing's important. You've got to be able to live. Yeah, you look at someone like Chad Collins, he does it full time, you know? 
you need to be getting paid well enough. Yeah, to be able to do it. There's no reason why you can't be a you know Jonathan Alu getting ten grand a fight. Yeah. George Mann, whatever, fifteen grand a fight. There's no reason why you can't be that guy, but you've got to be marketable. Yeah. And then then you can ask for the money that comes with that. What's what's a good purse, man? Entry level pros are like three hundred bucks for three round fights, right? If you're if you're doing anything reasonably good, you should be getting a thousand bucks a fight. That's kind of like doing okay. That's a Fifty Shades level. Yeah, yeah. Fifty Shades is like a thousand dollar fighter, right? You need to then just because you're fighting and racking them up and doing okay doesn't mean you're worth any more than that. You then need to fucking show that you're worth more. Yeah. You need to start performing better. You need to start, whether you start knocking everyone out, whether you, whatever way you go yeah, with that. Yeah. Man, you're looking, you're looking at Muay Thai as an entry level pro, 300 bucks in Australia, probably capping at like 15 grand. Pretty much where you're yeah, at. Yeah, there's yeah. Some, there's some getting more. I know there is. Um, but that's probably a good little fucking to know and knowing the levels are okay. Fuck, George Mann is really fucking good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And beautiful IQ and does real Muay Thai, does all this stuff, you know. He's fought on the biggest promotions in the world. He's, he is a world champion. He's getting 15 grand. Okay, yeah, what yeah. can I do to be a 15 grand fighter? It may come down to just being that little bit more marketable, less, you know, less skill-wise, but more marketable. Yeah. Do you have a gimmick? Do you have something that you're known for that, yeah, you yeah. know... Yeah, it's it's at the end of the day you're a showman and you're in a fucking shit paid job. So either terribly paid job. Terribly paid job. And so you either go along with that and take your small amounts of pay and love what you do. Yeah. Or whinge about it and try and find another way to make money and leave Muay Thai. That's right. That's pretty much where it comes down to. And we're back. Yeah. Um sorry, had to take piss. Um <laughs> I actually cut out the bit of you saying, hey, bro, can you pause it and then take a piss? <laughs> so nobody knew that you were taking a piss. Unhydrated kids. You take a piss. I've been hydrating. See, see what I'm trying I'm to trying do? Trying to look here. after my I'm skin. Trying to make this a level of professionalism. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, anyway, cut what's next. <laughs> um, Brody, thank you for your service. Um, now, so actually, one of the guys I mentioned earlier, Gun, is. To chuck well or not to chuck well before your fight. So chuck well means wank in Thai. It actually translates to flying a kite because the action is like sliding up and down the string. <laughs> Fuck! I have never flown a kite like I wank. I tell you that right. Feeding out the string, you know. Fuck, you know yeah. I have to feed out about a foot and a half. So I can. I don't. Like, maybe that's my problem. I don't feed it out at all. <laughs> it's like I try and find it. <laughs> Throw some pepper on it. Make um, sneezes. So for me, man. Sex. I, I'm I'm going through a bit of a stage in my life where I'm a little bit um kind of anti wank. Full stop. There's not a lot of positives in it. So I would say more bring it down to sex, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sex not for a fight, not a problem. The this whole old school way of thinking of you need to you say, gotta it, up there, it is absolutely a fucking joke because <laughs> your body will. Your testosterone levels will peak. Literally, like if you if you come, your body chases that testosterone level again. Yeah, so you yeah. actually peak and then you come back down and plateau. Yeah. Right. So if you if the, the if you stay ages without doing it, 
you're literally gonna just plateau. You'll get you'll start getting grumpy and shit. But you don't want to be angry when you fight, right? Yeah, yeah. You yeah. want to be you want to be calm enough, but you want to have like you had you described before we got started about the oh yeah, what the fuck it's you're saying? you're way too comfortable. With, oh, I'm all, I'm all good now because you've you've come. Yeah, so yeah. It's yeah. almost like the cigarette cigarette yeah, sleep time, right. you know. Yeah, yeah that's right. Yeah. I I have made the mistake of both wanking and having sex day of a fight, and not a good idea. I did him one after the other. He was tired. It was too, <laughs> too much. I just did it in the change rooms at the fight show. <laughs> no. um, but, yeah, so it's definitely not day of, but night before, not a problem. You any Anyone who, who says there is scientific fact to say otherwise is actually very full of shit. He's a simp. Yeah, cause, yeah, yeah, because there is no scientific facts that say it's all in your head. If you think literally, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> oh, it's not actually. It's not yeah, coming out of the head. No one in your pants. He's gone. Um, <laughs> it's all over her back. Um, <laughs> um, but oh, sorry, guys. Um, yeah, if 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 it's in your head and it ruins you you mentally, maybe don't do it. Yeah, but you should be convincing yourself otherwise because yeah. actually a crock. Man, those little, those little placebo things get. It's like yeah. it's a, it, it put it this way: if it's a superstition of yours, then you fucking hang with it. Yeah, yeah, you exactly. Yeah. If it's not, then fuck away, lads. Yes. Yeah. So I, I actually went like we start out as you know we weren't allowed to, we're told not to, and I was yeah. like, okay. It was like you're not allowed to drink coffee. Okay, I won't. Yeah. Like whatever my trainer said, I did. I convinced my wife that it was a good thing. Yeah. For, for women, it definitely is. Yeah, well, that's what I've heard. Yeah. But it's funny how, like, we'll say that. We'll go, like, yeah, I've heard that's true. But we completely go, nah, but wanking, nah, not true, eh? <laughs> nah, so, really back the one that's awesome for us. So, like, nah, chick's got to fuck before, eh? But, so, de- women, same day, it's a yeah. benefit. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Men, same day, no. Yeah, okay. Day before, yeah. So, that's, that's your, yeah. these are the scientific findings that Pingy's got. Same day. Man. No good. Oh, when no, I, day before, all good. Because for me, it was I had to convince myself, and then I, I you know, once I realised that all the fucking facts point to yeah. that you can have sex night before a fight, and it doesn't matter. I, yeah, yeah. I did that. I was like, okay, so this is. It's actually probably better to do so. Yeah, that's it. Um, so definitely, don't fucking abstain. Just don't do it same day. Yes. Or do it just before getting in the ring and make sure everyone watches you do it. Um, best fighters to come from SA over the years? Discuss. So, I suppose at the top would be Paul Slowinski. Um, won the most world titles. Highly decorated. Went Then went to K1 and... I don't didn't really keep track of where he went after that, like with yeah. the K, with the K one thing. I know because then he came back and started fighting on like knees of fury and that towards the end of his career. He's you know started off as a middleweight, I believe. Ended up super heavyweight, but won world titles. I think at I think light heavy junior cruiser or whatever, like junior cruiser and then cruiserweight and then heavyweight, I believe. Or maybe it was just light heavy. Actually, no, I don't think he, I'd actually, I think he won the Australian title at light heavy. Then I think it might have been 83, 86, 95 world titles and then, then super heavy. Yeah, okay, right. So, yeah, one of, one of the, the best ever. Kim Johnson, very well decorated. 
you know, different sort of style that moving around very, you know, it was making it hard for the opponent by dancing yeah, around yeah, and scoring, yeah. you know, one of, one of the best, um, there's been guys that have never really been, been recognized as well, like as in at a, at a, at an elite level, they've done, they've done good things, you know, but there's man over the years, you'd see people like, um, you know, Tom Boyle did really good for that, for the period that he was fighting. Yeah. Um, Anita, who used to fight out of Flinders, she fought in Thailand, then she had a knee injury, or I think, nothing was in, she hurt her knee, and then I think I hurt her neck or something. Yeah, okay, yeah. She did really good, Laura Bowman, 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 fuck, sorry. Um, another one, fought in Russia and stuff. Traditional Thai stylists, there's been very few out of, out of South Australia that I would actually sit back and go, yes. You know, like... Yeah. Jordan's another one who's done some good things. Doing great as a trainer, as a, as a gym owner now. But honestly, SA's never really had real Muay Thai fighters. Like the... It's only recent times that we've actually had real Thai stylists. Yeah, yeah. Everything SA's always been kickboxing sort of style, but under Muay Thai rules. So there's not a lot of a lot to look into, I guess, as far as the history goes yeah, with yeah. real Muay Thai stylists. It's mostly been like a kickboxing Ask us style. again in ten years' time. Yeah, for sure. Because this <laughs> yeah. the stage we're at now, when you look at people, you know, beginners or very inexperienced guys that have some really nice tie style, there's a lot around now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So in ten years' time when those guys have had their thirty to fifty fights then there'll be something to talk about That's as far right, as Muay yeah. Thai fighters go. But in South Australia, there was never really a big Muay Thai thing. It never has been. And right now, it's still a struggle. Like, it's a 50-50 thing. People are still doing kickboxing and calling it Muay Thai. Yeah. There's there's not a whole heap of Muay Thai actually going on. So, hard question to answer legitimately because there isn't a lot of it going on. Um, one of my favourite topics and my rules in place, relationships in the gym, um, they almost always end in disaster. Almost always. If not in the short term, in the long term. Because the reason why most relationships start in a gym is because you're in the gym every day and you're not out looking for the opposite sex. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you, you almost settle. Like someone who you would not normally go for you find them more attractive because you're not surrounded by anything better. Yeah, but do you think that they're... I think, like, on the flip side to that, you find them more attractive because they're doing something that you enjoy doing yeah, as well. Yeah, for sure. I, I, so, I like, think that can... 100%, 100%. Ma- not mask, you know, like, if they're, It like, gives them extra points that you, they wouldn't normally that's get. That's right, yeah, yeah, 100%. Yeah. As and opposed... Because here's the flip side, too. Like, like, there's nothing... What I find funny is, like, you'll meet, like, two people in the gym... Meeting each other in the gym, I think, is easier to to deal with, as in, like, with those two people. What's hard is when you get a guy or a girl who's who's good at what they're... Like, who, it always usually bows down to whoever's better. The other one who's not as good getting upset that the other one's 100%. better and gets her attention. But 100%. also someone who's... So, like, let's say if I was... Let's say if Beck wasn't in the gym at all, we yep. got together outside of the gym, yep. and then I'd bring her in. Yep. Bad... Bad move. 
can be can go back. Can can you know? I think that's. But worse. also there, you've already got the starting relationships in the gym, and it being okay. Often just opens, just turns, flicks a green light on to start fucking in the gym. You know, like, and the most important thing with two people meeting in the gym is be fucking upfront about it. Just recently, I've had the fucking drama of it coming out that two people left my gym because they were fucking behind my back. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. And the thing is, these people, the, the, the deal is in my gym. You don't fuck people in my gym. Yeah. If, you're, if you work for me, if you are one of my fighters, you do not look for your roots in the fucking gym. Yeah, yeah. Relationships happen. Yes. That's where you need to be a fucking adult and not... Because I actually questioned these guys almost fucking two years ago or something yeah, about it. Yeah, and they're yeah, like, no, no, I'll never do that. No way, no way, no way. When it was actually happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you're a fucking adult, you come and speak to your trainer and say, look, nothing's happened, but I'm actually really into this person. Then I could sit back and go, that's on you. You fuck this up, that's yeah. on you. Yeah. Know that I'm fucking gunning for you. You you now need to show me that you're committed to this fucking that's, thing. That's right, yeah. Because yeah. if you're not if it's only just a convenience thing because you can't get any pussy elsewhere, then you end up being my fucking soccer ball. And yeah, I'll yeah. the fuck out of you. Yeah, yeah. It's, that's where maturity comes in and actually fucking talking about it. Yeah. Not fucking hiding behind closed doors for two years, quitting the gym, and then going, okay, it's a thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Like two years down I the always, track. I've always looked at it like from, from even like before I owned a gym, like even when I was, when I was in in like when Beck and I were in a relationship like we started at the gym and yeah. stuff like that right but I was always like oh this is my fucking gym I'm never leaving this gym you, you know what I mean and then it's yep. like so now putting then, pussy before the fucking as gym I, as I got as I got on and started owning the gym I, I now see like oh fuck Please don't like. I like them here. If you fuck that up, they leave or you yes, leave. But that's exactly what I'm going to lose like one or two people. You, and the thing so is, me, as a business owner, I look and go, oh, "Don't do that. You got to fuck up my numbers." That's exactly. Right. And yeah. the thing is, we see it from the outside. Yeah, I can right. see yeah, if two yeah. people are fucking compatible. Yeah, that's if right, they came yeah. to me and spoke yeah. to me about it, I would go, "Yay or nay?" Yeah, I, I won't do that because I'm not like I've you know like. I, I know what you're saying. Like, you, I can say it as well, but like, I sort of look and go, "I'll let adults be an adult, and I'll let you make a fucking." And see, for my it. for yeah. my business, and from I wouldn't. And, and the thing right, is, yeah. I, I said I totally yeah. see. What and you're if saying. they came to me and said, "Like, oh, I really like this person," I I could I would see. All right, I know this person's a yeah. desperado. Yeah, but I suppose the other thing too is you're looking at all that like. You're looking at this as as a somebody who is your fighter or your work, yeah for sure right? yeah, yeah. Oh, if, if there's two anything people else you don't give a shit two people about. training in the gym yeah whatever yeah it's almost like that's cool yeah like, I had yeah so I had but ain't that cute like yeah. look at them they yeah, yeah, yeah I have one girl that, training yeah. training with me and then <laughs> I wonder if they listen and then they start she she started banging this dude and then he came along to training now he's training with the fighters. And, and I'm cool with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, What's, if, you know, if, if they fucking come to blows, what's going to happen? Yeah. Now, it, it's different. They, they started that thing. You know what I mean? Like, that was... Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was... It wasn't my fucking thing to say anything. No, because, no, no, no. Yeah, the start, yeah, yeah, when it was establishing, it was not in your... Yeah. yeah in your will. So, sort of thing. Yeah. if... Basically, what, what I'm trying to... Well, not what I'm trying... What I'm trying to do for you as well, well not for you, but show that... Yours is a fighter and, a, and an employee. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Not like a, more like, 
People should never find love in the gym at Muay Thai. You no, know, not, yeah, at so that, yeah, not, not at all. Not at all. Not at all. And and it's <clears throat> if these two people who have left, when I pulled them up, if they'd actually actually, if I hadn't had to pull them up on it, yeah, yeah if yeah. they'd actually said, oh, you know, like so and so messaged me, and and I and I would have actually with these two people. Because I used to really like them. Now I both, I think they're both fucking wankers. Disrespectful pieces of shit. So if they'd actually, if one of them, namely the one who was fucking my fighter and working for me, if he'd actually come to me and said, "Man, I like so and so," yeah, I probably would have gone, "Man, I could actually see." Yeah, that might work. Because I know she's not a slut. Yeah, and I know, and I know you're not a dude who just fucking roots around yeah so I probably would have said okay well then you it's on you make it make it work yeah, <laughs> you know what right. I mean? yeah. don't fuck it up but hey. instead it was someone dobbed them in because he'd seen them interstate together and then yeah, I questioned right. him about no no we're just mates there's no way I'd ever do that there's no 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 okay so you just fucking lied blatantly to my face yeah yeah, yeah. and and the whole to- the whole last two years I've known 90% that they were seeing yeah, each other. Yeah, yeah, And then it comes out. You know, yeah. like that, that's disrespectful. Relationships are going to happen and you never know where you're going to find love. You've also got to know if you are in that relationship in the gym, you're probably not suited to partner with each other at all. Don't train for, together. For the simple fact of one's a male and one's a female. Yes, so and the power is different in general. And one is, the ego kicks in. Yep, that's Where right. someone gets butt hurt that yep. someone's fucked, yeah. And I can tell you straight off from my own experience, Beck and I did this all the fucking time. We'd train together. We'd be like, let's train together tonight. Fucking worst decision worst, yeah. ever. Yeah, avoid you know, each like, other. And, and, then, and then we'd fucking argue the whole way out. You, you know what I mean? And then, then that night, you know, like our awesome bro. thing that we love doing singularly has now turned into this, you rule my fucking training yes, session. Or you, yes. oh, you, oh, you fucking made me feel like a dick in front of those people. Or blah, blah, blah. You know, it's like... Just avoid it. Yeah, like, exactly. Go partner with that person over there. Exactly. Like, have a training partner. Don't don't train like, together. On purpose. The dude needs to fucking lose the ego and let someone else control their fucking misses in the gym. Someone yes. else needs to. Someone yeah, else. Yeah, yeah. Some other dude's going to be telling their misses what to do. Yeah, that's it. You yeah. you do it. The minute you do that, especially this, get offended, people. In this day and age, where every woman thinks they're a fucking man. When you when a dude tells them what fuck you and they're fucking listening to you, you know that shit kicks in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the first thing that happens with a with a woman these days. The the man is your mansplaining. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's not a he's not the trainer right now. Yeah. Like I I had early days with my missus. Yeah. When I would tell her something and she'd fucking answer me back. Don't fucking answer me back. I'm not your husband right now. Yeah, that's right. I'm yeah. your fucking trainer. Yeah. You fucking listen. Yeah. And if the same goes for any training partners in the gym, if they're telling you what something you're doing wrong. There's no fucking ego, motherfucker. It's drop, nah. drop your, drop it, drop your ego. Do what the training partner's telling yeah, you to do. Do what you ask. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's the most important bit is being mature enough to be able to deal with having that other person in yeah, the gym. That's right. Yeah. 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 Rant over. <laughs> <laughs> Can't go an episode without one. Let's be honest. True. True. All right. Um. In traditional Thai stadium scoring, if the first two rounds are always scored 10-10 regardless, what is the point of them? Why not just do three-round fights and start um, from the get-go? Main reason being the first two rounds... Okay, so first two rounds are 10-10. What we... 
better way of putting it is you come out of the end of the start of the third round you come out with a blank slate it's a better way of putting it because they don't lock off the rounds but the important thing about those two first rounds is in the stadiums is creating um, odds for the betting yeah so five round Muay Thai has gambling it's it's a thing the five round stadium Muay Thai has gambling so you need to you need to spend those first two rounds showing that you've you're probably going to be the winner so that you can set up some odds you know yeah yeah, yeah. Um, or the other way around act like a act like a weak prick so you get through to the end of that um, <clears throat> those first two rounds the odds are against you yeah 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 and chuck oh, yeah. someone chucks a big chunk of, chunk of money yeah, on there and then you go for it you know what I mean so I get I get what you mean about this but I guess the 10-10 is the wrong description of it due to it being you don't there is rolling scoring so it's yeah, continuous yeah. the whole time um, which sort of leads into another question because someone asked about that as well with the um, rolling scoring does that mean that they, they don't lock off rounds or whatever which they don't. There is no. There is no. Ten nine must system. Yeah, there is no. Yeah, it's over the whole fight. The odds change as the fight's going on, which then changes who's winning the fight. So when they, so it's not like forty seven, blah blah blah. When no, when it's just like this guy won. Yep, yep. That's so that that's how it is with the five round stadium fighting. Yep, yep. So it's. So the other question in relation to that was, uh, hey guys, last mentioned the rolling scoring. Does this mean that you still have rounds, but they have a still look at the whole fight at the end or pick a winner, or are they um, still handing in scores? No handing in scores at the end of a round in the stadiums, unless it's a sanctioned fight. So that's when it's WMC, WBC fight, yeah, okay, uh, right. WBC. Then it goes to five round, it's five ten point must every round, yeah, sort yeah, of yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. So. Yeah, it's a. They have the rounds. They have those first two rounds to set up the the gambling, pretty much. Yeah, okay. It doesn't mean you can't win in those first two rounds. You can still knock them out, and yeah. then, then you go into the third round. If you've dropped them in the, one of the first two rounds, things happen. You go into that, start that third round. It's part of the game, you know. Like you've, you've yeah, dropped yeah, them, yeah. you go in as like a, you know, <clears throat> you're a, a dead favorite because you started that. The start yeah, of the fight, which right. is the start of yeah, the third yeah. round, with stupid odds in in your favour, is not beneficial. Well, fights very rarely get finished in the first two rounds, eh? Very, very in the stadiums, very rarely. And as you said, that's because of a gambling thing, right? Yeah. So why would they? You know, let's say if they could, let's say like, so they go into the fight, like, yep. you know, I'll tell you straight out now, if I can finish every opponent in the first 30 seconds, fuck yeah, the least amount of work. You do that in the stadiums, you will get fights. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. So, so that's right, right. You need but, to be able to play the game. And that's the yeah. thing, it's a game. It's a chess match. Yeah. So is there a reason that you, like, would there be, is there ever feuds between fucking people and they're like, I fucking hate this dude. I'm going after him. Generally not. Or, do, or will they do it like, I've got a few with this dude, I'm going to make this last, and I'm going to get as much money out of all his supporters as possible. You, I, you know, There's generally I mean, not like, a few thing, because the ties, man, it's business. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. It's very, very much... But they like, probably fuse between gyms, though, eh? Like, there's, like, big bets between gyms. Yeah, that's the, that's the thing. So if there's an early knockout, it would be... They've got a million baht on the fight, who, whichever side wins. 
So, yeah. so those two gyms right then, they mostly care, they don't care about all that gambling that's going on in the Yeah, crowd. that's right. They've, they've, got, this, they've got a big yeah. million bar. So that, that would be the instance where they fucking yeah, they might they might knock them yeah. out early. But then also, it might be, you know, there's a million bar side bet, but then also there's some big gambler in the crowd who's got 100,000. Yeah, And they've, yeah, set, yeah. they've come up to you before the fight and going, if you knock them out in the first two, we know about your one million bar bet. If, if you knock them out in the first round, we're coming after you. Yeah, so yeah. So it's then trying to win over the five rounds. Yeah, right. Yeah, it, and that's a, it's it, it's just an aspect of the sport, you know. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. The gambling rule. It doesn't ruin it. Yeah, it, yeah. it just makes it another. It's oh, just an it's no different. Yes, yeah, no yeah. different. What we're talking about with all the different sorts of scoring. It's like rugby union, rugby. Oh, league. Yeah, I was just about to say every every rule, every sport's got rules that you're trying to work around forever. You know? Yeah, exactly. Like all circumstances. Yeah, you work around yeah. Um, <laughs> in boxing, there is a great need for journeyman fighters to give young prospects the rounds experience they need whilst gaining ring time. Uh, do you feel this is something in Muay Thai? And how do you think fighters who are in this position are being journeymen should approach their fights training? Mostly journeymen in Mo- very much needed in Muay Thai. We have discussed it before. Definitely needed, 100%. Yeah, but I don't think, yeah, we, we need it, but I don't think it's not as, in, as seen as that much. You know, like boxing... You see so many like journeymen do like the dude how there's there's a young up and comer yep. and then they're fighting this journeyman dude. I think with Muay Thai, everyone's on that fucking journeyman sort of path, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Like yeah. like that like a like a like a boxer with a five and record will take on a dude yes. who's had thirteen fights in his six oh, weeks, sure. you know, yeah. like but Muay Thai they'll fight him just to fight. Yeah, yeah, you know, and that's the, that's the you know what I mean. The, like the journey, like they're all doing the journey. Yeah, which is that culture cult yes. thing about it, you know. Yeah, but boxing's got the money, promotion, wins, losses thing that's more important. You know, the clout. Yeah, yeah it's more sure. about clout. With yeah, for sure. Than it is about the showing you showing know? your showing your your clean record yeah, in boxing. Yeah, yeah, is really that's important, right, yeah. Whereas in Muay Thai, it's not so important. No, no, no. It's like who'd you fight? Yeah, who'd you fight on the way out? So I know? guess the journeyman thing is there. But it's more common in Muay Thai. Yeah, yeah. And usually you'll be a journeyman because you you fight anyone. You fight yeah, those yeah, big yeah. names because that was the fight that was offered you. Yeah, you know, yeah. like I think yeah, you either need you you're either chasing the fucking feeling of fighting, which a lot of yeah. us do, you know, which is why so many of us can't fucking retire. Yeah, you know, and then you got yeah, that. Which is also the reason I say it doesn't change the way you train. Like I would say, because that's that was the next part of that question. Is it does it change the way you train if you are a journeyman? No, not at all. Because you're still doing. You're yeah. gonna you're gonna beat those. You know, you're you're beating the B B class guys, but you're losing to the A class yeah, guys. Yeah. You're still, you know, you're trying you're to be mixed, the best in that yeah. B class. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. And you're you're trying to win every now and then against those A class guys. And, and, and then when you do, like that's when you get your little fucking loser. Yeah, you know? and yeah. and maybe look at why your your losses you're losing to those A-class guys. Is it because you're doing something stupid? Is it because you're not doing enough? Is it make those changes, adjust your training to get better, to to be able to, what, what am I doing to lose every time with the A-class guys? Yeah, I beat, yeah. I beat every B-class guy, I lose every A-class guy. What am I doing wrong? Yeah. Is it, I don't, I'm not, I don't have my goals set in place. Am I struggling focus, with my weight cuts? Focus. Am I not focused? Yeah. And, which focus comes from goal setting. If, you're, yeah. if you've got goals, you you, and you you need to chase those goals, not yeah, just yeah. sit back and wait for them to happen. Similar, like what I what I found is like my problem as a journeyman dude was I struggled to 
focus for a whole fight. You know, yeah. you know what I mean? Like you, you know, you get dudes and they can focus for two out of five yeah. rounds. So like just fucking stay on the course for like, you know, like the, the, the guys that won't throw a jab when it's not needed, you know, like then, then so sort of like that sort of focus. I, I, like for me, I, I find like, that guy, it comes down to having the right trainer that one, there's enough fear is not the right word, but knowing that you're going to get in, being held accountable for your mistakes. Yeah. And yeah. That, that's you, man. And that you hold that. Cause I will say, man, you fucking listened exactly when I called it for you. Yeah. What I wanted you to do, you did. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 and, yeah. And maybe because of our relationship and yeah, your respect yeah, yeah. for me, yeah. you were willing to not risk getting in trouble. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Right. Like, yeah, yeah. like that fight against Jai Bree, perfect example. Yeah. You went out there, man, you made a mistake. You That's got right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it was like, okay, now yeah. we need to fucking do it right. Back from that, yeah. and, then, and it worked. Like except for the rip off decision, but you, <laughs> you, you got, you came back on and you listened to what you were being yeah, told. Yeah, what I needed to you do. You didn't yeah. have a choice not to focus. Yeah, true. Because every it's time, one of the few fucking times I did. Because because <laughs> yeah. but also every time you lost that focus, you were picked up on it. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, true. Back to that left leg. Yeah, back to that's that switch right. Kick. Yeah, yeah. So it, it comes. That's where coaches. This is where new coaches coming in and jumping in and thinking they can teach Muay Thai. Man. It's funny because now that you mentioned that, I start to do that. I've already started to do that stuff as a coach yeah. without him, you know, yeah, cool. like, like just shit. And that like, should be. Thinking about Jai and Casey and, See, and that's Ricky the thing with you. Stuff, because yeah. you, you, you're doing the right things as a coach, Yeah, you're going to continue doing those right things. You're going to. Yeah, that's right. You yeah. want the yeah, best for them. And, yeah. start, and you don't even have to think about it because it's just there. Yeah, that's as right. Because yeah. you've done the experience. You've got the experience as a coach to know, as a cornerman, as a coach, as whatever, yeah, to know right. that that's what yeah. you say, you know? Um, yeah, for sure. So, yeah, there you go. Journeymen are, are important, and everyone everyone should be considering themselves a journeyman in Muay Thai. Yeah. Um, just trying to be the best you can be. It's a thing, yeah, it's a thing. Be the best you can be, and let don't just settle on being average. Yeah. Be the best you can be, and whatever happens, happens. Um, first techniques you teach when teaching the clinch. First thing I teach personally is to go palm to palm grip behind the head not using your thumbs because it's not a penis it's an arm um, you're no wearing problem. gloves you're wearing gloves normally how to how to lock on in a in a save me position which is what I call that that's the that's your go-to is that palm to palm where you you can't they don't break off from you you're latched on tight yeah. you can stay there and score and you're not get you're not dangerous that's the first thing I teach them because I'd rather them get there and just be throwing the knees trying to score than be standing half assed in the, in that nowhere man nowhere land and getting knee yeah, getting yeah, yeah. up the center you know teaching to be nice and close have a little like I, I say man you can't be scared to touch toe bars mm-hmm. like you've got to be dick to dick mm-hmm. palm to palm and in close so you're you're safe yeah that's right teaching yeah. the safe spot and then you can start getting the other what stuff what do you reckon it with people when they first start, why is it do you think that they love to be think that getting away is safer? You know what well, I mean? Like when you're holding on yeah. to someone's head, or like around, you know, like when you've got them out in your tie palm or whatever, and then you've got your like my obviously now being a done it for so long. My instant thought is like I'm getting as close as you as I fucking can because I know you can't need me when you're in close. You know, yeah. like. What do you reckon it is about it that makes us think that getting away? I think it's just that flight thing. Like, oh, my dick. 
<laughs> it's the most uncomfortable position to be in. Is it probably in the clinch? Yeah. In a fight situation, yeah, it's the most unnatural position. Yeah, that's right. And so you're leaning back to sort of get out of that. It's that flight, flight, not fight sort of thing, I guess. That's, yeah. that's probably the main thing I would probably say why that kicks in. It's like, oh my God, I don't want to be here. Yeah, I have yeah, to be yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. Trying to run away. Trying to run and turn and shit like that. Le- learning your range, learning how long you are. Basically how every MMA fighter looks in the country. Pretty much. <laughs> Pretty much. Pretty much. It's, yeah, I'll definitely... That's my one and only dig on MMA fighters. I'll fucking jump you on that one. That's my, my other thing I would probably say is what not to what not to do is like yeah, lifting your knee up sort of sideways across yourself, yeah, yourself yeah, on the yeah. way in. Yeah, yeah. You're literally yeah, looking to get swept. You get sideways. You get swept. Or you're also looking at fucking knee and your partner in the wanger. And, and that's, know, like that's, that's that's the side. Yeah, that's what's going to happen. From you being scared, you're going to hurt them. Yeah. Um, yeah, I had that the other last Wednesday when I was doing clinch. It was like I had two dudes and I was... I sounded like I was mad, and yeah. I wasn't. I was fucking freaking out. I'm like, yeah. you guys are going to need each other. I'm like, stop. Just stop, stop, stop. And yeah. Yeah. I yelled at them, but it was a fucking... I had to, or else yeah. I'm going like, you're not going home and fucking... Yeah. With a dick still attached that, that, to you. Yeah, know? exactly. Like, yeah. the, the, other one, the other one would be um, teaching them... Oh, man, I think it just slipped out. It slipped my mind. Um, the... We just had a knee across. Yeah, had that, that one. Give him with the thighs. Maybe. No, so that well, I was, yeah, I teach them not to yeah, knee yeah. with the, with the with the knee, like so they're not injuring the person. The other one, sorry, is the entry. Like everyone, you watch anyone who starts clinching, scooping their arms low, and it's like they're fighting their arms low, low, low yeah, like, yeah, to go yeah. under their arms. No, yeah. it should be trajectory from your head to their head is where you should be reaching out to yep. them. But everyone does this bit where they scoop their hands like, if anyone can see my fucking action I'm doing. It's like it's, an underhook. Yeah, it's like yeah, you're going under, trying to go up the centre with yeah. both hands at the same time, you're open to get your head elbowed in. Like you're washing your face with water. <laughs> fucking hell, mate. Pull yourself so together. So nice. Pull yourself together, mate. <laughs> um, next one. If you fight on a promotion that you know judges a certain way, do you think you have the right to complain about the result you don't like or just suck it up? E.g. a promotion that favours work rate, kickboxing style over traditional Muay Thai. I reckon we had this <clears throat> a similar style. We had a similar style. Like, yeah. How do you deal with it? Do you fight spaz or yeah. do you fight your Muay I say you don't have the opportunity to argue. Yeah, that's you, it. You're fighting on that show. You've, you've taken that ticket. Yeah, just just, just yep. do what you're doing and, and know that you know you're, they're not going to score that the way that Muay Thai scores. So just just let it be, you know. I think everything like these sorts of questions that we get, like, all boil down to your personal feeling of like, well, like, does the win mean that much? Yeah. Like, does the W of winning the way they want you to win win that much? Does it matter that much to your coach? Does that does yeah. it matter that much to your ego? Or does doing it the way that you've been taught the right way around whether they think it's the right way or not, judging wise, like that's what you're playing with in your head. Yeah. Yeah. Because. We all want to fucking win. There's no one here who's going, oh man, and like you're going to fight the way you've been taught to fight. So if you're doing the right thing of like doing the way your coach tells you to do it anyway and you're fighting the way you're taught to fight, then when you get to those those shows, understand that you're probably battling uphill. Yep. 
So knock them out. You just go. That's it. Like well, that's pretty much it. It's like well, yeah. well, how do I beat them if if my if if you know like the kickboxing way of well then beat them without any be undeniable. Yes. yes beat yes. them your way undeniably. Yeah. You know? Like yeah. So they're a kickboxing style. Yeah. But you've kicked the fuck out of them like a tie boxer or fight. Do that or fight them. Yeah. Win by winning. Yeah. Like yeah. by doing the right thing. And the trainer can't <coughs> crack the shit. You've made the decision to fight on that show, man. Like, I love fighting on Murray's shows. Yeah, 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 I, yeah. I love being on his shows. Yeah. But I know that we're going into the disadvantage scoring-wise. That's right, yeah. So, that's okay. We go there and do what we do. That's right. And, I, and man, the, as I say a million times, fuck you win. You uh, know, I'm, I'm, happy to, I'm happy to be doing yeah. the right thing and, and us get... You know, whatever result we get from it, yeah. we get a win. Great. Yeah. If we don't, great. Don't. You know, whatever. Um, this is a really good topic. Good health practitioners do exist, but they are few and far between. If you don't have the rec- if you don't have the recommendation of people you trust, how do you filter through the bullshit? It's a it's a it's a tricky one to answer. Um, I guess you need to. Man, everyone's on social media now. Yeah. Look at results. I guess. But not just results of no ones. If it's if you're in Muay Thai and you're wanting to be a Muay Thai fighter and you're wanting the results, is this person working with Muay Thai fighters? And who are they working with? Yeah. Are they worth working with? Are they you know say the the nutritionist for one of one championship's biggest names or are they? Yeah. Are yeah, they yeah. working with these people? And this person makes weight every time. And this person. That's your only option, really. Unless they're recommended to you by someone who you know and trust. Because everyone, the thing is, you're always going to get the recommendation from the guy who's sponsored. Look at the guy who's paying. That's right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Look at the guy who's paying and using that that person. Yeah. Now the guy's like, oh, I've got this dude who I fucking see. Yeah. Oh, yeah, how much is he? Oh, he just comes to see. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm sponsored by Massage Life. Yeah. I recommend Massage Life to everyone. Yeah. But you ask anyone... And Paul Zabisky is an amazing masseuse and knows yeah, the body yeah, better than yeah. almost anyone I know. Yeah. You know, like, the people who are paying are saying the same thing as I am. Yeah. That's the important bit. That's it. Yeah. So, yeah, you've got you've to find you've got to find people who are dealing with that person. Don't start spending money on someone until you've figured that bit out. Yeah. Um, it's tough, isn't it? Yes, yes. Um, <clears throat> I'm going to get my camera ready because I want to film this one. So we've got some fucking footage for um, for my YouTube. Hey. hey! I haven't even started recording yet. So, I believe it's the last question I've got. I'm not sure if you've got something else no, there, no. but it's the spin to win. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a great, it is a great topic, and everyone knows that I hate the whole spin to win thing. But, I... The... If someone's calculated throwing this spinning stuff and it's something they're balanced, they're not falling all over the place, they're they're doing it in a winning situation, you know, then do it. I don't like it. Yeah, that's right. But what, what is it about it that you don't like? Man. Is it just because it's not set? Because I mean, like you see, Ty's doing a spinning back sure. elbow and stuff like that. And I know they like, land it, but if they throw it, they land it, right? Yeah, yeah, of course. That's the yeah, difference. Yeah, yeah. So it's just like it's. Hail Marys. Yeah, okay, right. And that's more what this topic was about. When someone's... All right, I'm going to use an example of someone who the SAC knows. Maybe a few people will know him outside of... He fought on 1774. The 
he was one of the main fights on the undercard, on the main on the um, day card last show. Quang Lee fights Kahao Lee from on hardcore and starts getting tired and just starts spinning, missing everything. Yeah. Last show, I think he spun once, did a spinning elbow earlier yeah, in the yeah. fight, and didn't land it, but also didn't throw anymore for the rest of the fight. Yeah, yeah. There's the amount that people, amount of spinning people do that don't actually do anything. You're turning your back to your opponent, risking your back to yeah, your opponent. Right, yeah. For what? You know what I mean? It doesn't. It doesn't look cool. It's it's it looks cool to the people who know nothing. Yeah, yeah. It's that you know flashiness. But if you're not doing it correctly and you're just throwing it, you're literally turning your back to your opponent with the hope you're going to land it. Mm-hmm. You don't throw shit. It's like any shot. Don't throw it unless you know you're going to land yeah, it, right? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. So this this is my problem with it. And the spin to win thing, if you're that desperate, man, you need to learn your game so that you don't have to be that desperate later in the fight. So that by the time you're throwing your shit later in the fight, you know you're already winning. Yeah, and you can yeah, just yeah. keep doing what you're doing. So what about old mate uh, who you were just saying? He knows how to spin properly. No, he doesn't. Oh, okay. So he doesn't? Okay, so he doesn't. I no, he doesn't. No, he doesn't. He doesn't. Okay, a, a good example. Okay, he's not he's not Muay Thai dude. He's, a, he's more of a kickboxer. But Matty Stevens can spin and land some good kicks and stuff. His are very... I think they're calculated. There's not many that I've seen miss. See, you know? yeah, and, and so he like, can spin, but he's also yeah, not a Muay Thai. I was so just going to say, he's a kickboxer, so you yeah. don't care. So, but, and that is a kickboxing so, thing. So I was going to say, so your your your, your main spinning thing is all, is mainly to do with the the success rate of it. Yeah, it's fuck, man, oh, very little. Every second white bloke's fucking spinning and throwing and missing it is what's upset. Yeah, is it, that the fact that 30,000 spinning attacks are thrown a year and five of them land? That's 100% it. Oh. Why would you turn your back on the off chance you're going to land it? Yeah. Main reason, I believe, and even I had the chat with Quang after his fight, and he goes, oh, it's my thing. I'm like, but it's not. Yeah, you don't okay. land it, so it's not your thing. You know, like, it's spin to win to try and get a highlight reel shot yeah 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 like you're desperate for a highlight reel shot you 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 might do you know what happens bro you end up being Jonathan Tuhu yeah. you remember the guy who did that really that spin 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 head kick on yeah, that dude yeah. and drops the dude asleep the, the right tall dude yeah, 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 yeah. Tall dude. man he never won like that again he hardly ever won again yeah that's right but he yeah. made that highlight reel to the point where everyone knew who he was yeah and he didn't have a cha- choice then but to fight really big names and man, I don't ever remember him winning again. Yeah, okay. Like that's that's the problem. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Be good at basic shit. What about a question mark kid? Not more ties, I don't care. Oh, okay, right. Yeah. yeah. It's um Where does that come from? It's no, so I, I, did, I didn't I didn't really know sure where it actually ever fucking came from. I'm pretty sure it's Kyokushin karate. Yeah, okay, right. Um So do you so what about question mark kids in my car? Do they make you mad as mad as mad as what a spin does? I would probably laugh more because the lack of power, no knobs. Yeah, they don't have a lot. But of people power. don't do spinning right, so they don't make power in it. Yeah, yeah. People don't do a question mark kick right, so it's going to be like a little slap on the cheek. Yeah, not a lot yeah. of people are going to make it work because yeah. it's not something they you get taught how to do properly because it's not important. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean? yeah. So, yeah, I think the spin to win is the problem. Like if you, if you're trying to spin just so you can get the win, sorry, but you're a fucking loser. Like if you're that, that's desperation. Yeah, of course, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and oh, it's no different. As I said, like it's no different. Like a big fucking sling. It's just, it's just, it's just, yeah. 
It's, so, it's, been, it's the 2000s overhand right. I was going to say. Chin yeah, on the chest yeah, and yeah, swing. Yeah, just swing it. Yeah, and hope, yeah. hopefully land it, you know. I can see that. Yeah. I, can, I can understand. So, I'm a fan of spinning. Yeah. You know. yeah. As I said, like, I like, I get excited when spinning shit lands, like what you say. Like, I, I think it, it, it's cool. I think it's cool, but I can totally see your side yeah. of it. It like, doesn't, you know it doesn't land enough. No, that's right. And, yeah. and it's, it's a, but then again, that's what I find thing. fucking fun in it, too. I love seeing a dude miss a spinning back fist and then eat shit. Clobbered. Oh, I love it too. It's I like that more than anything. Like, like, like all the ones that end up getting shared in that group that are spinning back fist and then dude fucking eats a head kick. My, oh, fuck a laugh. My favorite. Great. I, I like the guy personally. I know him. Enrico Kell. He knocked out a few tires with these spinning elbows and stuff. He knocked out like Nonsai and um, Bernan and stuff. Like big names and that. Yeah. In, in Europe. And then he fought a fuckhead but Borkow he does this spinning elbow misses and just gets clobbered up with an elbow like yeah, Borkow yeah, swims yeah. back a little bit comes a bomb ah. drops him and it's like he's Enrico Kell spun so much his fight name was the tornado yeah right like it's just it's stupid you know it's it's <laughs> I suppose blender. another one of them another one of them that I've seen work once and I mean once I don't know what the proper name for it is but the rolling thunder they name they, oh they, yeah that work so the person who started that, what who's name? Um, Peter Graham, yeah, that's and, right. and he's thrown a million of them. Million of them landed one, <laughs> broke Bardahari's jaw with it. Yeah, right. In a in a here we go, K1 Oceana 2006 Boom. in the semi-finals. Yeah, got through to the final. He was banged up. for Paul Sawinski in the final. Got stopped with leg kicks. Yeah, Paul Sawinski won that. Yeah. No, sorry, first round, first round. So I was in the quarters, semi-final. Fought Paul Sawinski. Paul Sawinski stopped him with leg kicks, I believe. And then Paul Sawinski fought Jason Suddy in the final and knocked him out with a head kick in the second round, I believe. There you go. Yeah. Um, that was a trip down memory lane. Yeah, to back to 2006 when I was a boy. Um, so, yeah. Spin to win is probably the worst option. Very good saying, though. Like yeah, if you, if, yeah, yeah, if you're gay. Um, good if, for a t-shirt. If you, if, yeah, if, you train, if you train that stuff and actually are good at it, and I don't mean because you're training us. Yeah, you're fucking amazing. Like if you're, you have to actually be good at that stuff to be able to land it and actually make it work. It's usually about four years, five years in Taekwondo <laughs> minimum. You know, like to do it. You know, yeah. like all them spinning. And, and then all these guys in doing yeah. Muay Thai and doing it in their first fights and shit. You know, like you know what I mean. Like and thinking they're gonna land just it. to do it. Oh boy. <laughs> Remind me not to be there. Um, um, remind me to be filming it. Find you a fucking first row ticket, mate. <laughs> Sit right here, watch no, this. Let me be in your corner so I can I'll slap you at the other end. I'll be like, hey, here it comes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I'm looking over a meet up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's time is now. But yeah, but yeah, don't spin to win, people. Don't spin to win. It's not a good idea. Yeah, it gives not me a aids. good idea. Yeah. Um, that was our last Hi. question, wasn't it? Peace. We'll just fucking do it. Yeah, cool. Um, so no, that was our last question. Yeah, it was, yeah. Yeah, cool. Yeah. So there will be a fucking little little snippet of, of our of our podcast online. Yeah, I'll, soon. I'll put that up on YouTube. It'll come out Monday as well. Yeah, is that what you're going to do? Yeah. I was going to say, I'll, I'll put check that. it out and do as a preview. I could do that. What's coming on this yeah, week? Okay, yeah, I could do that. All right, I'll do that. We, we, that's what we could do, eh? Yeah. I reckon. Yeah, do or, one or question. Do, do, it, yeah, do, yeah. do it however you like. But we, yeah, that we works. Should, we should discuss that. It could be like a leak on this week's episode. Yeah. But I don't know. Yeah, cool. It's like Sounds a fucking day. recap from Home and Away. Oh, boy. Last week on Home and Away. How's that? Neighbours. Fucking, they stop Neighbours, then like two weeks later, they're like, we're revamping Neighbours. No. Yeah, they're doing a fucking remake of it, I think. Wow. Well. Anyway. Um, 
On that note, everybody needs good neighbours. Oh boy. Right? <laughs> Just like everyone needs a spin to win. Yeah, everyone needs neighbours and a spin to win. Um, <laughs> on that note, I think that's it, isn't it? Yeah. We are done and dusted for today. This will be out. It is Monday today, so I hope you have a fantastic week. It's not Monday today, but it's Monday when you are. <laughs> See what you did there? <laughs> fucking legend. All right, cunts. Uh, you guys have been fucking awesome. Um, thank you again for your awesome bunch of questions. Um, enjoy your week, and we will, we will be back in a week. You certainly will. Peace. Peace, boy.